Hi, gang. What up, what up, what up? What the fuck is up? This is Rambling with Purpose. I am one of your hosts, Kath. I'm Daisy. How the hell are we? Ah, we're good. It's been a little bit. We took a break last week, but you we guys, did. You guys can't tell. Um, I was having, yeah, you guys can't tell. We're going to tell you anyway because we're very transparent, but yeah. I was having a rough week and I couldn't bring myself to record. And that is okay. That is a-okay because we've created space for ourselves to take those pauses where we need them. Yes, we have. So (laughs) 4th of July just happened. What did you do over your weekend? I went to Vermont with some homies, Gav and Kay and and crew, and that was really fun. Oh, yeah. All you guys met Kay last episode or two episodes ago. And Gray. Gray was there, too. Kay and Gray. Um, But it was great. We uh, hiked Mount Haystack, which was very cool. And we did some swimming hole moments and did some grilling. Love that. Very, we were we were very American. We grilled and we watched uh, fireworks. Wow. <laughs> I was not very American. Shocker. Uh, I just stayed in Boston, went to a bunch of shows, hung out. Oh, I hung out by my pool. I got a burger on Hi. 4th of July. I didn't make it. Wahlburgers did. <laughs> Honestly, that almost feels more American in some way. <laughs> it does. But yeah, so we're feeling refreshed. I think so. I'm a little, honestly... I've been so go, go, go. Mm. And I think I might have said that on another episode, like since uh, work ended with like this end of the school year, I've been just bopping off. So I'm a little sleepy, but it's a, it's a good, it's like it's for a good, good reason. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing shit. It's for fun <laughs> and stuff for your soul. Exactly. So I'm, I'm running, I'm, I'm running on fumes, but I'm running. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm always running on fumes. Oh, gosh. You know what? But that's why we need to carve out more time for ourselves. Exactly. You know? Like, I've been keeping it moving, and it's been awesome, but I'm looking forward to a slowdown that I I can see, like, next week there's there's space for it. So I'm making it happen. Yes. (laughs) I love that for you, Daisy. Yeah, thank you. Well, what are we going to talk about today, huh? Today, we're going to talk about anger we're gonna talk about anger about being pissed the fuck off piss the fuck <laughs> wow words are hard piss the fuck off <laughs> we're talking about anger how does it affect you how does it come up in your body in your thoughts yeah how does it come up in different experiences in your life and what do you do to combat it and exactly. what do others do to combat it yeah so we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences we're going to talk a little bit about how it's like defined by like psychologists and then how we try to deal with it and then how it's uh, recommended to be dealt with healthily so that uh, we can transmute it into something a little better for ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So how does it come up for you? Uh, I was thinking about this on my drive here. Anger comes up very physical for me. Me too. I know that it's like thought, thought provoked that makes the physical response. I think like, I feel like a lot of the time I'm triggering myself. So I think I'm most likely to get angry based off of things I'm thinking about versus like a situation. In a situation, I'm more likely to get like responsive or anxious or like kind of shut down, whereas I can trigger myself really easily off of thoughts. So if I'm thinking Mm. about something and I'm like, gosh, like that behavioral pattern that I'm seeing in somebody is really frustrating me or really is making me mad because that's not how they should be acting or or it could be in myself. That's not how I should be acting or that's not how they would want to come off or I would want to come off. Or it could be, I'm thinking about the state of the world and I'm getting really worked up about that and being like, gosh, this is so frustrating. I feel so powerless. Like why are white men controlling my vagina? Literally, (laughs) literally like, so it's very easy to get yourself angry. Right. And then it, 
instantly turns into a physical thing. So I, I feel it in my hands. Like I feel my hands tense up. I'm like ready to punch the air. <laughs> and then <laughs> little Daisy coming for you with the fists. And then it goes like up my arms and my shoulders and the back of my head and like my jaw. Like it's very tension based. And then like a gut, kind of like heavy gut, like something's wrong mm. kind of sensation. I love, I love how you just described that it's more thought provoked because I've never really thought about it like that because mine's very physical as well. Yeah. But when you just talked about, you know, in, in, in like a situation, you're more, what's the word I'm looking for? You're more responsive and you're more, you know, suppressing yourself or, or holding it in or whatever, if it's a situation that you're being angry right. with. But if it's something, you know, you're provoking your anger with inside of you with your thoughts. Yeah. I feel like for me, it comes, it comes up, it comes up very, why are words really hard today? It comes up in a longing way, I want to say. It comes up at first as anxious yeah. and overthinking a situation. Or if I'm thinking about a situation where I'm angry, I it comes out more as anxiety and sadness. Yeah. I am the type of person that like if I'm really, really, really mad... I won't be there screaming in your face. I'll probably be crying. Yeah. And it, instead of, and, and suppressing myself. So I'll get like small and not, you know, communicate what I need in that moment or what I'm trying to convey. Rather, I'll shut down and just cry. Yeah. And you know, we're working on this. Yeah. We're working on this. We <laughs> can't just cry. Shout out to my Aunt Eileen. She gave me the crybaby syndrome. <laughs> um, that's what she always said her entire life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it comes up for me like a very sad and anxiety ridden. I also will never stop thinking about it. It's if I get upset in a situation, I will just think about it all day. Right. Like it doesn't. Spiral. I, I cannot get off of it. I will have the conversation in my head 30 times. I will think mm -hmm. of better ways I could have handled the situation, better ways I could have responded to the situation or the other ways you could have responded in the situation that could have been a little more petty and might yeah, have maybe made not. your ego feel good, but, yeah. Yeah. but not the best way to respond. <laughs> I know those feelings. And <laughs> it's definitely a gut for me, but I, def I don't feel the sensations in my hands. I feel it in my jaw a lot. Mm -hmm. I hold so much tension in my jaw like I wake up clenching my jaw all the time yeah, but when same. it comes to anger yeah like I'll be clenching like my jaw and I get very sad yeah. which is like so weird because it's the op I, I feel like in my opinion it's the opposite oh emotions are so like on a gradient mm. it's like they're so they intermingle in so many different ways it's such a dynamic thing so like at times it can be so opposite but they are so hand in hand like I resonate with what you're saying in regards to like, I'll feel very angry, but then a lot of the times there's this like hopeless feeling that comes about in my anger. Like, what can I actually do about it? Like, is there even any power that I have in this situation? Cause again, like a lot of the times if it's thought provoked, it's about like the world at large mm. and things like that, where I do feel too small and I feel helpless and I get gets, like the give up vibe. I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck this. It turns into discouragement. Yes. Like I, I work myself up and then I'm like, and there's nothing I can do about it. And now I'm just sad and feeling a little like hopeless and a little bit of despair in the world, mm. you know? And it's like, oof, like I don't, 
And then I get almost like stuck there and then I'm probably in a scroll hole on my phone and then I forget about it and then I'm just in a weird mood like after and I don't really know why. It also br <laughs> it brings up um, one thing that we wanted to reference was Brene Brown. Uh, she has a docu-series on HBO Max called The Atlas to uh, Atlas of the Heart or Atlas to the Heart. She, it's mm -hmm. also her book. I haven't read the book, but I've watched the docu-series um, and we'll definitely get into it on another episode because yes. there's so much there. I still have to watch more of the episodes. Yes, you do. <laughs> Catching up. <laughs> but Brene Brown just describes over like over 75 different emotions and she goes through in the docu-series the three emotions that they surveyed like 7,000 people and the three emotions that most people know can, is, can like confidently identify confidently identify with a physical sensation in your body is happy sad and mad and they in the but she used pissed off yeah it pissed <laughs> off yes she did yeah. use pissed off and those are the three emotions that people can actually identify in their bodies and there's actually proven research that a lot of the time we are even describing the wrong emotion within us right so when I'm saying, you know, it comes up for me as sadness, you know, that's, that's the funny part is like, I'm angry, but at the same time I'm, I'm sad. Or maybe I'm, if I'm angry at myself, I'm feeling shame or resentment towards myself yeah. or it's so much more she, complicated. She goes through words. so many definitions of different emotions that you didn't even know you felt, you know, and it's so useful. I highly recommend looking, uh, watching it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But yeah, that makes me think about that because like we, it might not even be anger that you're feeling in that moment. It might be something else, you right. know? It's it's often, probably 100% of the time, more complex than just anger or just sadness or what have you. But I think acknowledging the physical sensations that go about it, what triggers it, that, and, and then figuring out, okay, does anger really make sense to what I'm feeling or is there another word that I can add to my vocabulary that helps me? Like, I, I really... Um, so in awe of the work that she does, because I think I being, you know, so speech based in my job and my career, like putting language to emotions and experiences is so powerful because it can help us better understand those emotions and experiences. So like, yes, anger is so real and valid, but uh, there's so many other things going on within that experience of anger. Right. Yeah. So, so definitely a lot of physical things going on. Definitely. It can be triggered by different things, right? It can be triggered by like a situation. It can be triggered by a thought. It can be triggered by a reaction to an experience. Like there's just so many different things that can come from it, but it's what's important is acknowledging the physical experience of it so that we can get a, almost get ahead of it, like deal with it before it, it takes a toll on us or, or leads us to act in a way that we're not we're not being our best self or we're not do acting how we would want would want to if we weren't so worked up right it's it's a matter of separating yourself from that uh, from that emotion that you're feeling and being how can i how can i respond to this in a way that's healthy for me and how can i get this feeling processed throughout my body in a yes. respectful way to myself and others around me right because a lot of the times if anger is being triggered there's probably some Thing that wasn't like wasn't good or isn't isn't like positive or isn't helpful or isn't respectful or isn't kind or isn't loving. There's something that's going on usually that that's going to trigger that anger, right? right. Like, it's not just based off of just things going. It's like something's happened that triggered that anger. So th there's a reason you're feeling angry, and anger isn't bad. Isn't it's not inherently bad. It's how we then respond to it, right? And to go off of that, you know, you're you're reacting 
to a situation or anger or whatever. And that was, I can't find words today. That was, you know, you were exposed, you, you were exposed to a situation that made you angry, but there's other layers to it. We always, I always go back to the onion from Shrek. There's layers to it, you know, and there's everyone's, (laughs) everyone is going to react with their anger or react to anger in a very different way because of their traumas, their childhood, how they've perceived anger throughout their life, you know, and how they've been ingrained to process anger in their life. And if they're even actively trying to process that in a different way or not. Right, or even noticing these patterns that they can get into, like what are their triggers and how are they responding that they don't want to respond like, or if maybe they can adjust that response, what kind of things could come of the situation instead of it being a total shutdown or a walkout or a blow up, whatever it is, you know? Um, So, unless you wanna add anything else, I'm- Harley, how do you feel anger? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, I usually just keep it to myself. Yeah. Or a suppressor. I was going to say, you're such like a calm, like presence. I can understand why maybe that, I I feel like I could have answered that one for you. (laughs) I think behind closed doors, I think I might let it out a little more. Yeah. Understandably so. Yeah. I can't envision you angry. That's good. <laughs> I, I want it that way. <laughs> but it's natural and everyone does experience it. It's just like how we respond. I also, if I'm if I'm angry or processing some sort of emotion, I am the type of person who expresses it to others. And it's not always a good thing. And I'm working on that. Yeah. I can definitely be somebody who's like, I'm going to tell you if I'm pissed off, but also I can be such a suppressor too in certain Same. situations. Same. So it, it totally depends. I, I think I need, I, I just, I think I need better like interpretation in the moment of what's the right thing. You know, I think there's so many times that I suppress myself. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, right. you're a valid person. Speak up if that pissed you off. Speak up if you don't like I'm it. I'm the same exact way. But then other times I'm like, girl, why are you being so petty? Like, chill out. This is not worth, like, getting all work. Like, your your feathers are all ruffled for. But regardless. All right. So we um, we did a little Googling because although, uh, you know, we've got some big brains over here. We're not experts, as we like to we remind you guys. We are not experts. Very often. Um, so we went to American Psychology Association's page, which is a pretty good go-to for any psych information um, about what is anger. And so they talk a little bit about the nature of anger and how it's an emotional state that varies in inten- intensity from mild in irritation. God, words are really hard. Right words now. are really hard today. I can't read, guys. <laughs> You can read. I believe in you. Thank you. Okay. It varies in intensity from mild irritation to intense fury and rage. Whereas uh, that was something I wanted to mention too. Like I feel like aggression goes so hand in hand with anger. Like I feel like unchecked anger. It Mm. goes really more into the aggression stage. And that's where I feel like it's like my fists are forming when I get angry. And it's like, chill out, girl. You're not that kind of person, you know? But I think it's so easy for it to like switch into that more aggressive right. kind of expression or or suppressing it and having passive aggressiveness come up or resentment right trying to like suppress it a little bit but not doing it fully yeah. it's like coming riding the coming right coming <laughs> riding the fine line of in a healthy way processing your anger and communicating what you need in that moment or situation, but also 
knowing when to just let go of a situation, if that makes sense, right. you know, knowing when to choosing your battles, you yes. know, but it's also such a fine line of when do you cross that line if you wish to. Right. And I think that goes back to like when we were talking about trusting your gut, mm. it's knowing yourself, tapping into that intuition and that like higher self that is like, yes, you need to stand up for this or no, this is your ego getting in the way of things. Like, that's not worth your time kind of thing. And I think I think that is a, also a very blurred gray area that mm. everyone needs to just keep working on to clarify for themselves because we know more than we know. Right. You know? We know more than we know. <laughs> you know? And you'll never, uh, you'll never know if you make the right decision. You know, you just have to trust yourself in that moment of knowing what is the best course of action for yourself and owning that action. Yeah, definitely. You know, and if you fuck up, own it. Own it. Like, it's okay. If it's okay to people, fuck up. If your people are really your people, they're going to allow you the space to fuck up sometimes. Mm -hmm. No one's perfect and no one should be so on top of themselves that they're like, I can't even express my emotions because if I do and it's over the top or it's not called for, well, my people are going to reject me now. And like, right. that should never, ever be your thought. You should be able to express yourself and hopefully you're always leading with kindness even when you're pissed off. It's like, hey, I love you, but that pissed me off. Like... People will, will hear you and give you the space to right. do that, you know? Another thing that APA said that I thought was really um, interesting was the expression of anger. I think that's what it was. Or anger management. Oh, gosh. What was it? It was the three ways that we respond to anger. Expression, suppression, and calming. Which I feel like having like knowing this breakdown of like a psych a psych based understanding of anger is so like thought provoking but also very helpful to realize because then I can start looking at myself and saying okay am I expressing myself in my moments of anger so that I can talk through it and realize am I being rational is this a was am I being disrespected or was this a stressful situation that needs to be you know um fixed or whatever mm. or uh, improved on or whatever it is or is the, or am I holding myself back or am I just calming myself and 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 having a, a zen moment to get through it I think categorizing it that way can help people better respond to anger overall right that makes me me think about myself in situations of like <sighs> anger like moments where I'm suppressing myself uh, so something for me is like I was saying that sometimes I react very quickly of like oversharing or or mm -hmm. telling some, somebody something that maybe I should have just sat on for a second with myself right. you know and that's something for me I feel like the the Capricorn in me that's like the go-getter and go 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 get stuff done yeah. always wants to immediately process something and be like okay you you felt this you processed it it's over it's done and like processing and healing is not linear you know, and that's something I need to understand. And instead of forcing instead of it, forcing yeah. it and instead of forcing myself to process or react to a situation or calm myself in a situation, instead of making a decision right then and there when I'm feeling that emotion, take a step back and sit with it for a second yes. and really think about how I'm feeling rather than immediately trying to react to something and whether whatever that reaction is, if that's me holding it in, if that's me 
communicating it to someone, if that's me sitting with it, but I think I need to give myself more pause processing time internally before I externally start processing something. Mm-hmm. It's like I literally when I was when I was saying that I was thinking about like how I send emails sometimes and sometimes when I'm like in email mode like blasting out emails I'll be like okay I have a question on this in my brain and I'll think about it for like 5 minutes and then I look at it and either like it'll be an email that like I sit and look at for 10 minutes or an email I look at and sit for like 30 seconds and then like I'll send it and I'm like why didn't you just like chill for a second, (laughs) process it in your head, you know? And I feel like I'm doing that with my emotions sometimes, especially anger. I'm just like shooting off the hip. Yeah. Oh, and it's like so easy to do that because everyone's experience is valid. So you're like, this is how it hit me. But our first reaction isn't, doesn't mean that that's our truth. A first reaction is not going to be a part of your truth. I, in my opinion, you know, like most of the time it's not like, unless you're feeling it in your gut and you're trusting your gut. Like most of the time, a first reaction is not like you, who, who you want to be in an angry situation. Right. Yes. Absolutely. In an angry we're situation here. I think, and I think what you were saying so much, like this is also something we've mentioned in so many apps, like Taking a pause, slowing down can be so beneficial in any kind of situation you're in, anger or otherwise, but especially in a moment of anger. Because if you can slow down, you can probably process it better and realize that if you're angry at, like, say it's your people, you'll be able to pause and remember, okay, these are my people Mm -hmm. and they love me and I love them. And this is just, this is a tiny blip in the entirety of our dynamic that we've developed together. Like this does not define our relationship. This does not define how they think about me, feel about me, how they love me. It's, it could be whatever it is, you know, and it could be a mistake. It could be them moving too quickly. It could be them being worked up about something else and being too quick with their words. Now give myself a pause to take that and not just be reactive. Like there's a difference between reacting and responding. And I think that is mm. such a valuable thing to realize. Like you want to respond, not react. Exactly. A reaction is that shooting off the hip. Mm-hmm. It's that quick, just first thing that comes to mind. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm not thinking through my thoughts. I'm, I'm letting them out to the world, but we are not our thoughts. So taking the pause allowing yourself to have a thoughtful response can be so beneficial in deterring creating more of a situation Mm. in moments of anger. Like it's too easy to bam, 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 bam. Oof. But that pause, that thoughtfulness goes such a long way. Cause it's like, it's especially when you're with, it's like your people and people, you know, and people who know you like just pause. I feel like, I feel like a big light bulb just went off in my head that I am a big reactor. Yeah. Instead of responding. And that's why I need to take that time to pause and sit with how am I actually feeling in this moment? What am I trying to convey in this moment? What am I trying to convey to myself? You know, just fucking relax, Kathy. Jesus Christ. Don't take it all so seriously. But at the same time, they're all every experience in your life is an opportunity to learn and to to move closer towards your truth and your yourself whatever that genuine person is you know and and taking those pauses allows us to stop letting everything around us affect us so much right and allowing yourself to fuck up like we were saying everybody makes mistakes it's okay to fuck up but just own it and 
don't beat yourself up over it. I'm a huge person who does that to myself. Like wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, like, oh my God, that stupid thing I said seven years ago the wrong way, you (laughs) know, like that's totally me. Mm -hmm. And, and just everybody fucks up. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Exactly. Nothing matters. No, nothing matters. Time's a construct. (laughs) Time isn't real. Nothing is real. (laughs) Peace out. If you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that that like, yeah, response, the the response to anger and how we respond to anger is the most valuable like point of of our understanding in self. Like anger is going to happen, period. Like we were saying, like it's valuable. Now, how are we going to react to it? It is valuable. And this goes perfectly into a Brene Brown quote that I found. Um, Her definition of anger is anger is a catalyst. It's an emotion that we need to transform into something life-giving, courage, love, change, compassion, and justice. And it really, that's such a perfect understanding of anger is that it's something that we are all going to experience, but it's more valuable than we think because what can we bring from this right. emotion? What can we change? What can we work on? What can we figure out? Okay, maybe this isn't for me or... What is it trying to like trigger within us? Mm. Like I love her inclusion of justice and mm. like how it's like a catalyst. Like, like so often... I get angry and then I get discouraged. Mm -hmm. But like, let's flip that on its head. Like how can that inspire me to take action towards justice on these things that are not just in our world? Right. How can that lead me to take action in ways that I, I actually can. And, and, you know, I feel like with all, with everything that's been going on in this world for forever, but has been so put to light in the past couple of years, like I've learned that there are so many things that I can do as a as an individual who maybe doesn't have a lot of power on like a governmental societal level. Mm. There's so many things that we can donate to. There's so many so much information that we can share with people There's, on a local level. Exactly. Like on our level where we can actually affect the people around us and I think so it's so easy to forget that in moments of anger uh, when looking at how big these these choices that old white men like to make how big of an impact that can have uh, on a on a society it's so easy to feel powerless and angry and like that anger is going to do nothing but it can trigger something and right. that can be action towards justice even as an individual i think also something that needs to be said is allowing people to feel their anger giving people the space to feel their anger oh my god, and i'm seriously. i'm talking to myself right now because i'm the type of person i'm like oh my god they're pissed off i'm gonna avoid them like just <laughs> Allowing people to have that space. Obviously, if they're constructively conveying it in a in a productive manner. Mm-hmm. If they're not, I mean, separate yourself. Right. There's <laughs> a level of respect that needs to be held. But at the same time, like, be angry. There are things to be angry about in this world. And like Brene Brown puts it, like, that is a catalyst towards tr- changing that, transferring that energy into something that can be so helpful in whatever way it can be. Yeah. Blah. Blah. Oof. Let's take a breath. (laughs) We We haven't even gotten to the ways that we work on our anger. Yeah. Yeah. No, just the way that we respond to it. (sighs) Yeah. Well, we're, I'm a reactor. Yeah. Oh God. We're working on it. 
I, I don't always react, but I think I would say 98% of the time I'm a reactor. It's so easy to react. I feel like I'm an overthinker. So a lot of the times I'm to, I think a fault almost. I'm like second guessing what I'm about to say very often in moments of anger and otherwise, but I think it can be very helpful in moments of anger. Cause I think it does allow me a pause to some degree at times, but it's, for me, it's like there's this barrier that gets broken. And if I'm trying to like continue to show respect and something's like not working out and like, and this is like an interpersonal anger. Mm. Like if I'm trying to talk through something and I feel like I'm not being heard or space isn't being held for me to be heard, but I'm trying to hold space for somebody else to be heard. Breach. And I'm not getting that same respect. Like there's this, all of a sudden it's a break and then I am yelling, I am being aggressive in my body movements. I am swearing. I am talking faster. It's it, You can see the aggression in all my actions. And that's not who I like to be. That's not how I like to express myself. But once that switch gets flipped, it's like full send into it. Like I, f I feel like also for me it, with, with anger, if it's something to do with me, I'm less reactive. Yeah. Rather than, I don't know, in a, like if someone talks shit to one of my friends, I am a tiger. Mama bear. I am like, back the fuck off my bitches. Yeah. Yes, you are. Let me at them. <laughs> yes, you are. Which is not also a great thing either, folks. <laughs> I mean, it can come in handy. And in a respectful, productive way, but I'll be like, back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen it come in handy, like you being a protector. So like, yeah. I'm here for it to some degree. Actually, um, can, I t can I tell a story from Encore real quick? Sure, go off. Um, at on we went to Encore for Keely's birthday the other day and we were at the bar and my, I oh yeah no I, for my birthday for your birthday oh my god I'm sorry <laughs> for Daisy's birthday I'm like, an was idiot it Kaylee's birthday <laughs> <laughs> we went for Daisy's birthday and yeah guys I'm 27 now uh this from my perception this man came up to Daisy and started talking yeah. to her and we're with her mans and her mans is my boy and I'm like who the fuck is a dumbass dude in a suit coming up to my girl so funny and he starts talking to daisy and all of us <laughs> and i go hi i don't know i don't remember his name let's say his name's i don't know mo he's like hey alan <laughs> don't call him out <laughs> <laughs> so i was like hey Sorry, hey alan. mo all right he's out there hey alan i was like have you met my good friend gavin it's it's daisy's boyfriend <laughs> and and then it comes we come to find out that Little Miss Daisy was just being her happy-go-lucky outgoing self, and she went up to him and goes, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was about to swing at this dude because oh he's coming gosh. up to my girl on like on top of her boyfriend, and he's just a respectable and confident individual, so he doesn't do anything, but I got my boys back. Oh, so I was time. like, have you met my friend Gavin? Protector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I was just drunk and making friends. Yeah. Per usual. Classic. <laughs> Okay, what are the ways we cope with anger? Oh, and gosh. honestly, this is a hard one. This is a hard one because their suppression is is so often. Wait, actually, real Ugh. quick, Hurls, are you are you able to do a Google search real quick? Can you Googling? can you Google like if there are? I'm sure there are. It's the fucking brain. But what are like the chemical reactions or responses that are going on in your brain when anger occurs? Oh, I think APA has that, but yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to know how to pronounce this. Ooh, okay. we're always putting you on the pronunciations. Catecholamines, okay. at least causing you to experience a burst of energy lasting up to several minutes. Wow. Inside your brain, neurotransmitter chemicals known as 
that Catecholamines. Word. Great work. You did it. <laughs> I so think. It, it literally so it's like a like chemical like response that comes out. Rush. Epinephrine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's an adrenaline rush. Whoa. Literally just get blasted. But that also makes sense that why people go into fight mode because you're reacting. Literally. Exactly. It's very reactive. Like your whole brain is like... <clears throat> Angry. Let's fight. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> no, okay. So I feel like I'm often a, not often, I can be a suppressor for sure. And I think that's probably the most unhealthy. I try to express like, hey, this doesn't make me feel good. It's frustrating, blah, blah, blah. I try to use like I statements and clear words about what I'm feeling and why it makes me feel that way. I try very hard to be clear, but a lot of the time, then it becomes like a, a he said, she said kind of mm. thing almost. It's like, well, I said this, but I was trying to say that. Or like, I didn't mean to make you feel that way because I was just trying to do this, you know? And it's like all intents are valid, but no one can judge anyone based on the intent. It's it's what you said. You say mm -hmm. what you say, and that's how people can judge it, you know? And so I think I, that gets me flustered again. And then I'm just like, well, fuck this. Like words are hard and they, they're not working. Like they suck. They suck. So I'm going to go back to suppression and that's not, not good at all. Suppression is just not good. Cause that's when it comes up in other ways. And that's when it's like you're fighting and then you're like, yeah, well you did this blah, blah, blah this other time. And it's like, that has nothing to do with the current situation, but right. because you suppressed it now it's coming back up in a situation that your brain has deemed similar and now you're using it as ammo. My least favorite thing when you're arguing with someone is like if you tell them how something that they said made made you feel and they're like, well, that's not how I meant it. I don't right. fucking care how you meant right. it. Own this it. This is how you made me feel. And now own it. I don't care what your intent was. You may, you could have intended it in the best way. You didn't come off that way. Now you need to own it. I will try and integrate your intent into my response to how I'm feeling right now. But you still need to own how you made me feel. Right. Are we crazy? That feels valid. Are we crazy? Like that feels super valid to me. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not Googling it. <laughs> we're I owning think, it. I think also, yes, we're definitely owning it. I think also like when I am being mindful, when I'm taking the pause, when I'm trying to be more responsive than reactive, I go to my breath. Mm, yes, 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 yes. I take a breath because I can feel like the heart rate going up when I'm getting angry. I can feel the tension coming on. And when I tap into that and stop getting into like the nitty gritty, like of the situation that he said, she said, or like this fucked up things going on in the world of that, it's like, take a breath, take a pause. Like you're not in danger right now. No, like you're not like slow down. Mm. Like again, it's not that serious. And I think it's about like being, being extremely transparent from your perspective and not the other person's perspective when you're trying to, if you're in a situation with someone, if it's someone else, you know, if you're trying to express how you're feeling in that moment of anger is being transparent from your perspective. So starting out being, if you're nervous coming into the conversation, because for me, I have a hard time with conflicts and I always get and panicky and nervous and confrontation is is not my forte unless you're like coming up to my girl at the encore bar. <laughs> then she's but, at the ready. <laughs> then I'm like, fuck off. But um, when it's, you know, something I care about or something very, very important to me, I get very anxious and uncomfortable and I get small and worried about how I'm going to convey something. And instead of focusing on that worry of how you're going to be conveyed, just 
be transparent. Hey, I'm really uncomfortable having this conversation, but I know I need to have this conversation with you because I want, I'm feeling this way. I don't want it to hold me back. I don't want it to hold me back. And I don't want this to negatively impact our relationship, but I want to learn how I can move forward and I can be better in this situation and how we can be better next time. Right. You know, and this is how I feel. I was very frustrated when I heard this, but don't come at it as you did this, you didn't do the dishes or you didn't do this or whatever it is, you know, like you fucked up, you did this, you made me feel that way. I feel, I want to express myself and let you know that in this moment I was really uncomfortable or I got really angry and I'm not okay with what you said. Yes. And you can't do the like, I feel like you not doing the dishes is a bitch move. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why I went to dishes. Like not, me no, and Mark always I, do our dishes. I'm not mad at you, Mark. Don't worry. Bro, I don't have a dishwasher <laughs> in my house, so I, I can get worked up about dishes for sure. <laughs> but like, if you're just like, I feel like you, like you, you can't, just because you're starting with an I statement doesn't mean it's always the best statement. Mm, and I know I sometimes- I'm a, I'm a big person of that. Yeah, I sometimes mess that up with myself. We're not I've, perfect, y'all. No, We're not, not perfect. at all. And I will own that. <laughs> because this is for our growth. We're talking about this for our growth. We're literally talking about anger because I was angry last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And we're trying to deal with it here. We're trying to work on it. But yeah, like if that's the other thing, it's like, check yourself. Don't just be like, well, I'm using the right language and you're still not being like, continue to check yourself. Like if you're calling them a dick, you're probably not doing a good job. (laughs) Unless they really are a dick. I mean, yeah, unless they can take that and that's the way that you like can talk in your dynamics, right? Like some people can just be like, hey, you're a dick. And like your friend will be like, oh my bad. Yeah. You know, but like if someone comes up to me and says that I'm probably going to (laughs) cry. Daisy, you're being a dick right now. Don't say that. I'm sorry. Daisy can never be a dick. Gosh. Yeah. So working on the I format, being completely transparent in a situation, fucking pause for the love of God, Kathy. Return to your breath. Return to your breath. Like reduce the tension in your body for a second because that's going to help your words come out a lot more clearly. Take a walk. Take a nap. Take a overnight sleep. Things don't need talk to talk be- to someone who has the emotional space for you about it, and you yes. confide in them, and you can talk to them about it. Things don't need to be solved right away because often you're too in the moment to be able to solve it appropriately and actually in like a cohesive, productive way. And it's like, okay to like be angry. Productive though. It's okay to be angry because you need to allow yourself to have that space. You're not going yes. to process that emotions unless you give yourself that space to process that emotion. To f- I'm sorry, to feel that emotion. Right. Feel first, then process. And also know that you're separating right. yourself from that emotion and feeling because you're the observer. Exactly. Like we get this freaking blessing to experience all these human experiences, whether they're quote unquote positive or quote unquote negative, but like, You are the observer. You are beyond your emotions. You are beyond your thoughts. You are beyond your reactions to situations. And it's all not that serious. It's all not that serious. We're on a floating rock in space. It's fucking ridiculous. Where time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist. We made it up. They redefine the second whenever they want. So Yeah. Don't trust them. So don't take it too seriously, guys. (laughs) It's all going to be fine. And there you have it, folks. Anger. Anger, baby. It's got its place. It's got its place. Just don't. I'm going to kick my feet up. Don't blast it on. Don't put it on blast. That's all. Just don't put it on blast. Take a pause. Just 
calm down. Give yourself the space to be angry. Hurley, I hope you give yourself the space to be angry. Yeah. And also healthy ways to express anger. Yes. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Go scream into a pillow. Work out. Scream into a pillow. Let physical anger and aggression out in healthy ways. Break something that's not going to hurt you. Um, Burn something. Yeah. In a fire pit that's not going to cause forest fires. Yeah. Don't put something (laughs) in a candle in your apartment and then have the candle break. Not talking to anybody. No, yeah. Yeah. Definitely didn't happen to Kathy. Wasn't me. <laughs> We're rambling with purpose. Oh, y'all, this is a good one. It felt nice to let this one. I feel free. Keep being gentle, taking pauses, all that good stuff, and express your anger. We love you lots, gang. See you Bye. next week.